All right, hello everybody. Welcome. This is the Caregivers Tip Jar, and we are super enthused to begin this podcast. Uh, opening it up. I am Vaughn Foy, the voice brander, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Christy Brewer. Say hello to us. Hi, guys. (laughs) (laughs) We had uh, thought about um, and have been talking about this for a while, or it's been an idea and stirring up, and now we're finally um, capturing capturing what we're going to do and how we are going to share Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the, the purpose for this podcast is, in a nutshell, is to really give caregivers a voice and an ear for different stories and challenges. And we want to provide um, encouragement, uh, uplift, and just in so many words, uh, um, <laughs> I guess you would say companionship. In, yeah, in, everyday go to. Everyday go to that you can, uh, <laughs> a resource and a reference to yeah. um, do this, and we're going to uh, we're going to just really just share how we uh, what we call we receive the call to be a caregivers, and uh, maybe we should kind of define what a caregiver is, and as we share about um, how we are or why yeah. our type of caregivers we are, um, we come from two different approaches, I guess you want to say, from yeah. caregiving. Yeah. Um, but we're caregivers nonetheless. So so Christy, tell us tell us a little bit about your path. And your, uh, well, my path is quite <laughs> lengthy. <laughs> my path started a while ago. Um, I'm a caregiver to a 28-year-old son. And uh, I was in the middle of law school when he was born. So I had completely different plan for my life than what God had intended. And uh, yeah, I can honestly say I've learned quite a bit of gathering information that um, I've been through the peaks and the valleys and with caregiving and the lonely spots, the happier spots and have just really learned to come full term with, you know, Um, having to hear bad news all the time, to putting him on hospice, and really learning how to joyfully grieve and learning how to not let my circumstances define who I am and just learn to, um, how can I say, one of my my favorite prayers that I constantly pray is let every... um, let me, every person that I touch, let me, let it be a healing touch. Cause I also uh, have converted from law school into mm-hmm. being a respiratory therapist, right. As a, as a day job. Right. So I see lots and lots of parents and families who go through caregiving situations, um, in a hospital setting. And I get to be a part of probably some really tough days for them. Mm-hmm. So I just, on my way to work, I often am in prayer about, let me have the words to speak. Let me have the heart and the compassion to help them through their journey because right. it's not an easy one. And I, of all people, know that. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> just giving back, just giving back and having compassion. And, you know, it's something that we get to do, not something that um, we were that we have to do. So... Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. So share, share, 
and I hate saying in, in a nutshell, but sharing <laughs> in short, um, if you want to share a little bit with the audience, um, uh, especially those that don't know you, your son's condition, what it was that actually... Yeah, so, so what, what he is it was you... born with an extremely rare syndrome that it's not really found that often here in this country. Um, it's a little bit more broader in the Europe area, but he has something called a BBS, is the short syndrome, Bardet-Bedell syndrome, and it's a pituitary gland disorder where it's created um, um heart, lung, and kidney issues um, chronically. And he probably spent the last 18, first 18 years of his life mostly in the hospital. Um, he'd go home for, you know, 10, 12 days at a time, mostly stayed chronically ill, uh, lived most of his days in critical care unit um, with low heart rates, blood pressures, you know, just a real um, failure to thrive. Uh, is one of the terms that they use. And um, so, yeah, doctors not knowing much about the syndrome, not knowing much how to really treat it. They treat it kind of like, you know, severe asthma or, you know, kind of COPD kind of thing. Um, and uh, didn't really have a lot of great hopes for me, you know, kind of, well, mm. you know, things aren't looking great. They probably won't, you know, mm. or his condition is poor to fair, you know, kind of thing and make arrangements. And, you know, we kind of just were like every day is a gift kind of thing and let's go through the motions. So mm. it's kind of been how things were for the majority, the first 18 years. Um, not that they've changed in the last 10, but our mindset has changed mm. in the last 10 and how we um, take on his syndrome and how we get to um, just adjust, just adjust to daily life as it comes. Cause there's always a plan A, B and C, right? We, we still get to go to work. We still get to get our banking done and get all our regular normal quote unquote daily activities. <laughs> and there's always chaos that comes and yeah. And I can honestly say in the last, you know, 10, 12 years now I have two granddaughters with the same syndrome. So we just kind of have learned a lot along the way and we help the healthcare professions, you know, kind of help us mm. kind of thing. And yeah, it's just been a really great journey. So wow. that's just how I became a caregiver. <laughs> yeah. In a so, nutshell. And how old were you when you came? I was 20 years old. Mm -hmm. He was my third child mm -hmm. with my husband. Um, we were married, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we started very young and, uh, yeah. So 20 years old. Yeah. Have you Did you know like right at birth that there was? Or? I didn't know right at birth. Mm -hmm. Now he was born full term, but he was only three pounds. So wow. he was a, you know, a NICU baby, um, mm. lived in the incubators for the first three months of his life kind of wow. thing. Um, yeah. So, and again, a learning curve, right? Yeah. And still had two other kids, very young at home that we got to juggle. And so I would say I put a little bit more on my plate than I could have handled. <laughs> what do they call that? Bite more than you can chew. chew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was definitely wow. in, uh, you know, 
what I call some resentment, some anger issues, mm. some why me's kind mm. of mentality and what the heck. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. What the heck do I do now, you well, know? Because your first, there was basically nothing abnormal or No, my first two first children two were perfectly healthy. Yeah. And we didn't even know this, you know, genetic pool existed in our family mm. both sides i mean now coming full term i do carry it heavily on my side of the family and both parents do have to carry the gene mm. um so yeah just learning genetics i mean we got to really learn wow. dig deep and do some research and really help doctors help us along the way and you know and just the healthcare system alone in the last 28 years has changed significantly wow. so Getting to learn what hoops we can jump through. Can we not jump through? You know, right. does this get approved? Does that not get approved? That in itself is just a headache and a waiting period. You know, and when you have a child that might not make it through the week, you don't really have time to wait for approvals, mm, right. you know, per se. Right. Mm. So I definitely uh, carried a lot of anxiety. <laughs> And I have learned to shift that through the years. And yeah, I just think it's a helpful tool. And I would love to help and share those who, you know, really could use some guidance on how do I get through that? How do we get to joyfully grieve? Because I was it was a grieving process for my my husband, my children, my family members, for me. And to get to turn that to joy which isn't mm. happiness. It's completely different. Mm. Joy is strength, comes from strength. It's a fruit from the Lord. Mm. And happiness is something that, you know, we try to pretend, we put on the smile and mm. we can genuinely be happy, you know. Mm. Um, but for me, I found that that my joy is what really carried me through and the right um, support system, right. leverage, um, you mm. know, pe- your prayer warriors, so incredibly helpful and uh because we have days that you know we're willing to like i can't make it another hour and then here comes your prayer warrior and scoops you up and prays life and hope and courage into you to kind of sustain you through some more days and hours and living in the unknown is not easy or comfortable (laughs) so (laughs) just thought it was a great opportunity to create something that you know touches millions of people Mm. worldwide right right because there's so many people who are in a caregiver circumstance where they are you know whether it's a family member a parent a sibling you name it we all get to love and care for other people so we get to heal our hearts together it's good stuff. Yeah. Well, that's good. I well, I know throughout the course of these episodes on the um, with the caregiver chip jar, we're gonna dive into different stories and uh, learn a lot more about um, about Chrissy and her journey. And we, um, I'll share a little bit of uh, my circumstance. Now, my circumstances only as of this recording, like two years old, so to speak. Um, uh, my mom, two years ago, had um, uh, survived a, a stroke, a major stroke where um, <clears throat> actually the uh, one of her friends that was living with her found her in the bedroom. Actually, the dog actually had was whimpering and mm-hmm. picked up. And uh, she's like, you know, where are you at? And the, the lady that was... Uh, 
uh, friend that was staying with my mom at the time had um, found her and she was between the bed and the floor and couldn't move and um, her blood pressure was like 240 over one. It was extremely high. Extremely, extremely high. Yeah, it was <laughs> super high. And anyway, they rushed her to the next door neighbor, uh, rushed her, um, uh, called the ambulance, got her to the hospital. And I got the call. I was actually playing at an engagement. And um, uh, my wife, Rashana, went and was there at the hospital along with um, uh, Holly, our neighbor. And anyway, we uh, called my brother down from San Luis Obispo, which is four hours away. So he came down and we didn't know for the first three days yeah. what was going on. I can't even remember the medicine. I, I will one of these episodes of the medicine that they had her on, but it had her like spaced out. <laughs> and we were like, oh, Lord, she's going to die. We, we didn't we didn't know right. what. Fear of the unknown. Yeah. It was yeah. like her blood pressure wasn't going down. They gave her like three doses of this medicine. I forgot what it was called. And anyway, that started and everything like basically was on hold. Um, and um, for the next two or three weeks, um, there at the hospital, tests, getting pricks and everything. We just didn't know mm-hmm. what was going on. But educated um, guesses. Yeah, just educated. Edu- <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call them. They were like, and you know, they didn't do a scan um, for like days. So she wasn't actually diagnosed with a stroke for like two weeks. It was just she had high blood pressure. They were getting it down. And um, and uh, finally, um, the x-ray or uh, cascan came in and she had the, is it T, TDIs? TIA. TIAs. Yeah. TIAs. She had had um, six. Wow. Or seven. Mm-hmm. And, but we noticed some, some of those effects had been happening like eight, seven months beforehand. Right. So this was, whatever this was, was the, the big one. So the small, the small little earthquakes before the big one. Yeah, before the big <laughs> seven point. Yeah. Point and anyway, um, she was entered into uh, Ballard's, which is a um, very specialized um, stroke recovery rehabilitation. Beautiful. And um, she was there for three weeks. It was, it was during this time, during the Christmas time. At the most perfect chaotic time to, for something to happen, like right? Perfect. Birthdays, holidays, yeah. end of year, you know, <laughs> right when it's supposed <laughs> to happen, right? When it's so convenient. Yeah, not yeah. when we're, you know, <laughs> nothing going on. Like, you know, now's a great time for on. a major disaster to happen. <laughs> yeah, always happens at that time. Yeah, it was. Uh, so anyway, so that happened. Then she was... Um, after the ballot program, then she was assigned to a um, um, senior, basically, center. Um, and then she, she was there for three months. In the meantime, we remodeled the house. Uh, I moved me and my family in. Uh, it was always our plan to get our own place and move mom out of her house so she's not alone. But so it just all turned. So we're, now we're there. there right. Now. And so two years later... Um, it's been just a series of expanding, um, still had to run my business, um, my music business. Uh, Mr. Wonderful saxophone player that this is the, one of the busiest times of the right? year for all this to be happening. Yes. Well, yes. Playing and, um, uh, have people sub for me. My, uh, shout out to, 
uh, my man Ricky Cassiosi, who actually filled in for me for a couple of the engagements mm-hmm. that um, I already had booked. So, yeah, stopping the business, so to speak, or mm-hmm. pause, I guess you want to say. Um, still obligations, family members. And, and just rearranging our whole lifestyle. It's like. In a quick instant. Yeah. Instantly. Yeah. And not knowing what's Everything's next. changed right now. Not yeah. gradually. Not. Oh, let's think about it. No, it's here. Right. It's now. It's changed. <laughs> Dive in. And we get to go cannonball style into caregiving. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. and what does she need? I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. And then. So we'll, we'll talk more about it, But that's what mm-hmm. happened two years ago. And then now yeah. arranging caregivers to come to the house. Right. Obtain a new, um, I call it my, my, my other business is being HR director over the caregivers <laughs> to manage them yes, and schedules yes. and uh, quality control. Full-time secretary. Yeah. 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 So, but anyway, many so that's hats. My, my we story. get to wear many hats. Yes. Yes. So the great thing about when we were talking about doing this podcast is Christy comes from her vast experience from caregiving for um, a child and then I'm sharing some of the side of caregiving for um, an aging or ill and or ill uh, adult or parent I should say from the parents and then all the dynamics in between and so yeah um, um, which we will actually kind of kind of go into we just started talking about it but what happens you know uh, one of the things I wanted to make sure we mentioned was like like that this happens for you and not to you. Yeah. <laughs> this happened for us and not to us. And it's easy to just as sudden as anything can happen. You don't really prep for this at all. No. There's no prep. There's no plan for chaos. <laughs> I like that. There is no plan. It's like this is happening and it's like um, I think of it almost almost like uh, playing jazz music. It's like, okay, oh. We're going to play it this way and jump in and yeah. you improvise and uh, go for what you what you know and what you learn on the spot and compose on the spot. Mm-hmm. But we, we did mention that this is um, this happens for us and not to us. Yeah. And I remember one of um, uh, one of my coaches, uh, Patricia, had said that when this she was uh, very instrumental in you were talking about support systems yes. earlier. And, yeah. Um, my coach Patricia was very supportive. Um, one of the supports that was just saying that, Vaughn, this is happening for you and not to you. Yeah. And at first, in the middle of it, it's like, Yeah, what well, we're in. What it. do you mean? <laughs> this is happening to me. What are you talking about? Are you out of your mind? What do you mean it's happening for me? I didn't ask for this. It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, you don't, um, you know, you don't know. It's growth. It's growth. And when we, you know, that's why it's so great to be so extremely um, specific about our prayers, right? Mm. Because we do get what we ask for Mm. and growth certainly does come, just not in how we choose. (laughs) Our package. Yes. (laughs) And, you know, I can honestly say what I, at at 20 years old, what I had planned, quote unquote, air quotes, right, Mm. for my life and what God had designed Mm. for my life were two completely different realms. (laughs) Yes. And how wonderfully blessed 
Um, you know, because I, I got someone had recently asked me one of my life coaches, Mm -hmm. right. Have you ever thought about how many lives you've touched by just being your, you know, a respiratory therapist, how many lives and hearts have you touched and healed, given encouragement to just in the last year? Right. right? And I mean, you can't put a number on that. That's hundreds of patients. Right. Mm -hmm. And then he said, and you've been doing this for how many years? And, you know, when you start to add all that up, it's like, wow, I've really touched a lot of lives. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And had I went the path I chose for myself, Mm. Would I really have touched that many lives? Right. Would I really have encouraged that many people? Would I really have, you know, again, things happen for us, right? right. To learn to grow. And I'm a stubborn young child <laughs> at 20 years old. I really hadn't learned yet how to live in the harmony of the flow of mm. the, you know, currents that God had planned and designed for me. Mm. So I can honestly say I was kind of a little reluctant, mm-hmm. had a little bit of attitude, didn't flow as easily as I could have flowed, you know, you to get where I am today. Really? <laughs> like, I'm not going through my, my stubbornness, you know, kind of got the best of me a lot of times and just really I got to really learn to surrender and the beauty of, because surrender is in my mind, the story I was telling myself back then was surrendering was giving up mm. and it wasn't. What mm. I've learned is it's just doing things God's way, mm. not my way. And so just really just mindset change, right? And seeing things in a different perspective and um, adjusting through love instead of through mm. anger or fear. That's was good. a huge, you know, difference for me. Wow. Yeah. Adjusting through love. So, like, in the moments, not moments, in the years, <laughs> in the weeks, in the days, it's not moments. Nothing yeah. ever feels like a moment. It feels for, it, forever. Eternity. Yeah. Everything is. Um, but in, in those times, like, uh, and I can remember just in the beginning, uh, me and my brother had made a comment. It's like, uh, or a statement. It's like we learned like what matters matters, and right. and really that like this is happening. We're going to mm-hmm. do whatever it takes for mom. Right. We don't know which, but whatever it is, everything else becomes like zero. Yeah. Like immediately zero, yeah. and I'm sure you know the same. It's Absolutely. Like you don't. Um, uh, we also talked earlier about this being kind of a it's a calling it's a you're chosen to be yeah this person um or or, uh, yeah this this resource this person this um channel of love this um provider um you're you're chosen for it because it's designed you're already designed to be able to handle it yes you're already designed to be able to (laughs) yes and i giggle because you know I read often about long suffering mm. in the in the Bible, mm. right? And I remember I would I was one of those children that liked to talk back to the Lord, you know, and I'd say, <laughs> How long is long suffering, Lord? <laughs> Could you just give me an idea of maybe how much longer you know, of course I didn't want it to end. I wanted my son to be well, right? right. But how how mm. long are we talking here? Thank goodness I was never given that answer because you know, at year two or three, if I was told, oh, well, honey, in 28 years, right. I would have 
had this most serious three-year-old tantrum meltdown, you right. know, that you could have ever possibly imagined, right? right? And I would have not been able to wrap my head around the concept of you going to tell me because I wouldn't have been able to see, you know, Mm. see the outcome of where I am now. Right. 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 And so it's just so beautiful. Hmm. It's so beautifully designed how God protects us. Hmm. Um, He knows the storms we can handle and won't give you more than you can handle. Mm -hmm. And you know, how many times have we said, I know I can't have more than I can handle, but this is getting pretty close. (laughs) I I, I feel I'm at my max here. I don't don't know how much more, Lord. Yeah, just so you know. (laughs) I'm a little uncomfortable here. Are you watching the meter here? I I see it's pretty red. My rage is kind of at its max. Um, Could you maybe help me out a little? Right. Yeah, I did a lot of... um, I, I, I learned, and it was a process. I learned from changing my complaining to mm. thankfulness. Mm. And, you know, mm. like, are you kidding me, Lord? Look at blah, 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 blah right? Mm. To thank you. Thank you that I get to do this. Thank you that I get right. to learn from this. Thank you. Thank you that he's even just still here. You know right. what I mean? There's just so many. I, I got to, you know, lay on the couch the other day mm. and... I can honestly say, again, holiday time, right? I can't tell you. I would say 90% or more of the time we spent Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's in the hospital, right? Right. Holidays. We didn't get to wake up and, yay, it's Christmas and let's open gifts and let's, you know, and I was laying at home on the couch, you know, just kind of resting. And I just started saying, you know what, Lord, I'm so thankful that, Today, yeah. I'm here at home with my son for the mm. holidays. I'm here laying. We're home. I mean, he's still too sick to go do whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Christmas caroling, festivities, all those really great, fun, wonderful things that sure. we do. But we get to be here together right. at home, peace and quiet, harmony, just hmm. embracing the things that really matter. Right. And togetherness and connection and just really, really hmm. fine-tuning gratefulness. Yeah. And it, it's just been such an amazing, beautiful journey. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, yeah, the journey about what you're being, uh, <laughs> catching yourself from being, um, <laughs> the flip-flop between, no, no, this is for me, not to me. Yeah. Because you could, it's so easy to jump to the, this is happening to me mode. And like you were saying, like the complaints, it can be, and it may not even be bad complaints. It'd just be like you're tired of, yeah. like, um, be, this is a, it's a new paradigm. And even if it's been a long time, it's still, because every day is brand new right. in this new paradigm, so to speak. It's not like what you plan for. Yeah. You're walking each, each step breath blink is a brand new outside of what you would choose to do. Well, because we have our day set Mm -hmm. and then life happens with the person we're taking care of and we're like, okay, so everything I planned today is out the window. Okay, Lord, clearly we're going a different route. (laughs) Does anybody else feel like that out there? (laughs) Does that happen often? It's like like our our caregivers. um, It's like, oh, so you're not... Okay, so all right. 
so you got to, okay, I got to change your pull-ups or, oh, we got to change your sheet. Oh, you decided not to. Okay. So you didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Here we thought we were having breakfast this right. morning. Okay. We are not. <laughs> no breakfast. All right. <laughs> we're going to go mow the yard instead. Okay. There it's we like go. Something, totally something completely different. different. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a um, change. So, yeah. Well, this is um, we're doing we're doing really good. So as we're <laughs> telling our stories, <laughs> uh, so for those of you in the audience, <clears throat> and we'll know we'll be doing some of these um, episodes. We'll be um, you know, Facebook Live and some of our Instagram and YouTube stuff in the future. But um, one of the things, as we just touched on, is like as a caregiver. And this happens for you and it's sudden. And probably most of the people that are listening to this are going to be, um, I'm sure at some level, you know, you're just starting to care for your parents or someone become um, ill uh, out of the blue or there's been an accident or um, like in Chrissy's case, you know, your your child, there's, you know, been a, um, a birth. I used to, I played at a lot of um, skilled nursing facilities and different places and I always remember um one like the loneliness um at facilities. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it's a when you, you talked about being in the hospital and uh, I know we have episodes loads of yeah. just hospital stories or or uh, facility stories. Uh, but a lot of a lot of um for the person that we're caring for their life has been interrupted and changed oh, as yeah. well. They're so. not a perky person all the time. They're mm. angry. They're, I mean, they're injured. They, <clears throat> you know, how many times did I watch the look on my son's face as he watched his siblings play? He mm. so wanted to be involved in that, but mm. was too sick to even get out of the bed to participate, you know, and just mm. seeing stuff like the same for the, per, you know, any person that you're caregiving for, they don't. They don't want to be in that position. And a lot of times they don't want to be a burden. Right. I mean, how many times have we heard a parent say, I don't want to be a burden to my children? Right, right. You know, or and you even if you have anything. a spouse, are they of age and physical ability to help take care of you where you're at right. in that journey? So you really do have to rely on other people. And again, they get to change. They right. get to adjust. We get to change. We get to adjust. Hmm. And then, you know... Families with siblings. I mean, my children, bless their hearts, my older children, they are so incredibly great at, you know, because they've lived the lifestyle of growing up ABC. We adjust, we move, we, mm. and, you know, I grew up spoiled. I, I get what I want mm -hmm. kind of thing, right? Because yeah. we didn't have illnesses in our family. And I was a girl and I was the oldest grandkid. And, you know, so you get. A lot of times you get what you want, right? <laughs> Not so the case in raising my children, right? Mm. And so they're just very beautifully tuned into um, compassion and adjustment. Mm. And it does take an entire team. Right. And there is a lot of support with each, within each other. Mm. It brought us closer. Right. Which is a beautiful Right, which is beautiful. But one of the things that is really getting, um, and this is why I'm so glad we're starting this, is, you know, caregivers are really good about giving every last bit of 
oompa right. they have left and they're not always filling their their own cups back up right. and caregiving for themselves and taking the rest sometimes you're the only person caring for that person and where's your outlet Right. And so that's, I think, part mm. of why, it, you know, you and I just decided this was such a great idea to start this because it is so important that in order to heal other hearts, we get to heal our own heart first. Yes. We get to give from not just what's in our, you know, if you can imagine the cup with the saucer, right? You and I always tell each other, are you feeding sure. from your saucer, honey, or are you feeling, you know, feeding from your cup? We will Break deplete our cup. Yeah. In a hot minute, right? And how easy for me. I've got, you know, a son and grandchildren all with the same syndrome. My daughter, too. Like, I'm mm. constantly reminding her, are you taking care of my daughter? You know, I love her. She matters to me. Mm. And you are just as important as your children. And so, um, and thank goodness for my support system that will call me and say, hey, have you grieved? Have you given yourself an hour to go cry? Mm, you know, right. what? what are you doing to pamper you That's and good. to feed your soul and to help regenerate, restore, you know, your mental capacity so that you can be there and not be short tempered for the person you're caring for. Right. And so I think, you know, that's where you and I just are so wonderfully coming together so that we can remind our caregivers out there that we get to build the abundant life. This isn't a, either I help my family member or I live my life. There (laughs) is, there's both. It's both and it's abundantly both Mm. designed to be abundant. That's good. And we get to fill our cup, right? right? And we get to give from our saucer because that love for self-love, self-care abundantly mm. overflows and we get to give from our saucer and we get to reach that out to all the other caregivers that, right. you know, are out there doing the same. And there is hope, there's encouragement, there's love, there's support. Yeah. And love always wins and yeah. love fixes everything. And I can honestly say one of the biggest tools that I learned is trying because I'm I'm an analyst mindset and I was like, I gotta fix my son. I gotta fix my son. These doctors don't know what to do. Every doctor tells me they don't know what to do. Mm. Um and so I was just I gotta research. And the Lord showed me, how about you just love the person and let me fix the syndrome. Mm, wow. And I was like, mm. <laughs> Okay, mm, Lord. And so I house. carry that with my patients and I carry that onto the families and, and I just remind them wow. the best way they're going to heal is through your love, mm, right. loving them, every touch, every, right. you know, just wow. um, being with, mm-hmm. being in their presence. They don't need you to talk. Just sit with them. Teach that. Right? Just be in their presence. Just love with them. And... Let them know they don't have to sit there alone. I mean, if they choose to, right? right? Because how many times did my son say, you know, I just, can you give me a minute? Yes. Absolutely. I mean, because you got to remember, he's grown into a 28 year old man. So he's had many stages, right? right? And he didn't grow up in the same, I'll say, typical Mm -hmm. pattern of someone growing up that was healthy right. into, you know, he didn't get to do the whole high school soccer games, you know, this kind of stuff, right? whatever totally that may totally yeah. different lifestyle. Mm. Right. Wow. And, um, for those, I know a lot of 
some of you know, but a lot of you don't know, my son also is visually impaired. It's part of his syndrome. Mm. So he's not just, you know, has a lot of these health ailments, but when he is well healthy enough, he (laughs) goes out to the world and he's still blind. He's still legally blind. And when he's in the evening time, he's completely night blind. Mm. Um, But he... He is my first person of support. And, and and I say that like this because I used to carry a lot of anxiety around his health, mm. ginormous amounts of anxiety. And he will be the first to tell me, Mom, this isn't the time. Mm. I'm going to be fine this time. Don't, mm. you know, don't worry. Because he can kind of sense when I'm like, Ooh, okay, I know how to fix you to a certain point. Then mm. I got to exercise that faith Let muscle go, with yeah. God and go, all right, God, you got this, right? Because right. It's a little outside of my comfort zone and my scope of, you know, where his health is. Um, Because, you know, there's, oh, he looks bad. Oh, he looks really bad. Mm -hmm. Oh, he looks really, and then it's like, okay, we're back in the boat of faith, you know. Right. And um, he's so gracious to tell me. He's like, you know, mom, the Lord and I, we talk a lot and I'm going to be fine. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, well, then I'll just sit over here and weather the storm. (laughs) (laughs) And trust that you and the Lord have this worked out. And, you know, thankfully he's, you know, a um, practicing minister and he's laying in bed. He's got a lot of time to sit there and listen to the Bible Mm -hmm. and and things like that. So he's made a life for himself. Right. And he walks his own purpose. And he's the first to say, mom, when are you going to start living? Mm. We've survived. When are you going to start living? So I too have had to shift and out of mouth the babes, right? Mm. Out of the mouth of babes. Because I was like, no, I'm a mom. I gotta, I gotta take care of him. If something happens that makes me look really bad. That Mm. was the story I was telling Mm. myself. right? Right. Right. And yeah, just adjusting into that because we get into our rut of how we think things should be and just those little small things of people reminding us, have you loved yourself today? Mm. What are you doing to take care of you? Maybe they're in a spot where they're taking a nap. Go right. take a bubble bath, you know, something. What right. are you going to do to fill your cup up? Take your own nap. Rest, you know. Right. And you think you you feel that you can't. Mm. Or because you think that you have to take care of or fix or you know, be, I have to be available. I have to be super whatever. And, um, so you're not thinking of, well, I got to fill up or fill back up so I can give out. You're not, you're not really thinking about that. You don't make, we don't make ourselves a priority all the time. No, no. And I don't know about anybody else, but that superwoman cape Mm -hmm. most of the time was mangled and wrapped around my head. (laughs) Like I, (laughs) I was always trying to do so many different things for yeah. so I mean I had three different kids in three different directions, right? right. So I was always trying okay, I gotta be at this person's soccer practice, I gotta get this one over here, I gotta do this one for this one. Right. And juggling, right? right. Like any other parent, right. life still happens. Right. Life still goes on and you know, oh, mm-hmm. dinner on the table, you know, all these things and we will definitely put ourselves last right. if we're not careful. Hmm. And just learning how to put ourselves first, even if that's wake up 20 minutes before the whole rest of the house, right. get into some intentional prayer, meditation, right. whatever it is that we need to do for ourselves to start our day. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's, yeah. that's good. Some, uh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to say this is a great. Let's start this next episode. Sure. With, 
um, I wrote down a couple thing about doing things right and being all things to all people. And yeah, uh, let's talk a little bit about that. Um, the cup and the saucer. Sure. And, um, on that. Uh, so this is our like our intro uh, episode. And we hope um, we hope you enjoyed it. And <clears throat> we want you to actually, you know, give some feedback to us. You can uh, you can email us or you can um, you can on Facebook, text us, text call us, us text week, Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the beauty is, is both Vaughn and I are in personal development yes. and we crave feedback, feedback yes. because that's how we grow right yeah. and it's not judgment it's out of love and Absolutely. we welcome it and please help us fine-tune and make our caregivers um you know helping healing hearts heal yeah. we really this is a passion of ours we're very um we want it to be something that everyone benefits from so yeah. the more you help us we get to help the world and that excites us yeah please share thank you for your support and uh please mark this on on uh in itunes if you're looking at this on itunes and whether it's on stitcher or um now this um they have podcasts on alexa it's also on um I get to Spotify. grow in technology. I yeah. love it. <laughs> Spotify and all of those uh different avenues. But um please go ahead and uh, like these and subscribe uh to the podcast. And we will be seeing you um shortly on the next round. We wanna thank thank you, Christy, and thank you, Barn. Looking forward to <laughs> our next episodes. All right, y'all have a uh, wonderful day. Bye-bye, love and blessings. Blessings.